Hey, good people, it is Hanifa Walida. And it's Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties. Hey! <laughs> we Come on, we <laughs> Yes. Get some of this auntie knowledge. Hey! Hey! Another week, another week. How you feeling? I'm good. I am actually on spring break right now. Oh, so all I'm right. Enjoying living in the sunshine. It is beautiful. <laughs> Usually by the time I get off of work and commute to the suburbs, <laughs> which is my life now, then by the time I get home, I'm missing everything. <laughs> so it's very nice to be able to do things while people are out doing things. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually just appreciating the sun setting around 8 as opposed to 4.30. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's a beautiful day here in Atlanta as well. Gorgeous um day um so i I have no complaints um so all right so so we was talking y'all right about what we're going to talk about today and i was telling uh red just my take on the whole kodak black ti nipsey hustle thing and the utter disrespect <laughs> of this young man, and not even—it's like it's hard for me to even blame it on youth. I'm gonna get—I'm gonna—I'm gonna segue into how we're gonna talk about this, but you know, not even to blame it. I mean, yes, you can blame a large part of it on youth, but like, who raised you, nigga? Mm. Like, how are you gonna speak on someone's wife after they pass and they ain't even been buried yet? Like, that's a little—that's that's a lack of raising. I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> like I you learned yeah, that I think pretty the early on. Is nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Nobody raised you. Nobody raised you. <laughs> exactly. Because that 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 that's not a young thing. That's a that's a, a dumb thing. And but also young in the sense of the level the level of arrogance and mm. and being able and not able to back that arrogance up with any whiff of intelligence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so you popular now. Like, nigga, we seen mad popular niggas, and they come, and they go, and they get yeah. killed. Like, Ooh. I mean, like, really. <laughs> I mean, one of the, th- you know what I'm saying? They come, they go, they delete the industry, get kicked out by the industry, or somebody yeah. in the industry kill them. Like, really, that's how it happens in hip-hop, nigga. Very few niggas last. So your arrogance is so unfounded, it's, it's ridiculous. But older niggas is like, when I see you, nigga, Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you feel exactly how young you are. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's um, I guess a, a powerful part of it, you know. To me, at least, mm. it wasn't just left out there or just left out there with a bunch of amens, you know, mm. in that really like praying, like predatory type of way. Which is, mm. I mean, I I heard. I didn't hear the clip of it, but I heard like conversations about it. Right. So I heard uh, some of the videos of people talking about what was said. And I knew that that was something that at that point in my day, I could not have, you know, <laughs> just well, let me tell let you the, the experience. <laughs> Go ahead. Listening to what people said about it is a lot more um, intelligible than actually hearing him talk. Cause mm. I had to listen to it twice. to understand that nigga. You wow. know what I'm saying? It's like he made country niggas sound bad. Like for real. Like you, you, like you dropped out at third grade, nigga. Like how yeah. you writing, nigga? Like you know, like for. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I used to love the country accent. Now on your nasty ass mouth, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, uh. anyway, we would, you know. So that just got us talking about just youth, and you know. Listen, we all have been arrogant when we're young, but it's, I think arrogance is like, you know, it, 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 there's an, there's an arrogance you receive when you're in la, the la la land of youth. And then there's the arrogance you can acquire as you get older and actually live. Right. Mm. But we said that, you know, there's a first time, for, like, you know, life is a bunch of first times. I'm somehow getting there, right? Okay. Yeah. So life, yeah look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Check it out. Check it out. So life is a bunch of first times. Um, and those first, and even repeat first times of things that you thought was the first time. So like first time you had sex and then the first time you realized what sex is about type mm-hmm. of thing. So we figure we're going to go down a list of first for us. 
Yes. And how, <laughs> <laughs> how we thought we knew it. <laughs> we knew it and how we were humbled. Mm. Um, and in how or just that uh, learning process. Oh, just a learning process, yeah. you know, but, you know, constant humility. Um, but, you know, you go out in the world and you're arrogant and you're at least wide eyed and wide open mm -hmm. to things, which is as one should be. And sometimes life slaps you back and shows you that you actually don't know shit. <laughs> 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 and that's and then you, and, and as you get older, you realize that's actually OK. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you look forward to like realizing you don't know shit because then you can know shit. Right. You didn't know. right? <laughs> anyway, so we have a list of things we're going to talk about. Um, you want to jump it all about yes. the first one? Yes. So um, as we were discussing some of our first, we really were thinking about like, especially um, our first in gay lesbian land. <laughs> 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 as new residents of gay lesbia. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so we were thinking about like our first time having sex with a woman. You know what I think of uh, even a first bef just before the sex thing. Oh, the 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 first time you addressed your attraction to women and how you did that. Mm -hmm. I think that okay. is, like I how did it. you how did you reach how did you turn the knob of the closet? How yeah. did you say fuck this? <laughs> I'm getting at it, and somehow I'm going to address these feelings somehow, some way with someone. Okay. Okay, and then we can get Ooh. into the sex and that. Which is going and, to lead and, and, and the rest of the list. As it does. <laughs> I'm sorry, say it again. I said, which will lead directly to sex as it does. As it does. <laughs> as it does. Yeah. And, and you know, this is a story I haven't really told many people because I'm, I'm, I'm a little shy, but I think, not shy, embarrassed, but... <laughs> No, I mean, hey, whatever, whatever. But it, it, no, no, but it, it feeds to this bigger story, this bigger thing we're trying to explain here and how you can, your reality when you're young and your reality as you get older are literally two different worlds that you can both appreciate, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, you go first. So, okay. Um, my best friend is from San Francisco. So understand that I grew up Muslim. I had a very limited experience with um, even the concept of a lesbian. Like I really didn't even know the word until like college and like my last year or so of college. Right. Um, and so I leave my husband, I move back home and I'm like, it's something else. Right. Something was wrong with that. Like it's gotta be something else. So at one point, my best friend is like, well, come with me to the gay club because like I'm from San Francisco or from the Bay and we go to the gay club all the time and it's fun, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> so we go and we're having the time of our lives. Like we are just dancing. Ain't nobody hitting on us. Like <laughs> everybody's mm -hmm. just like, ow, are we like, hey, you know, <laughs> beautiful. Um. And so we're dancing and a girl is dancing with us. And at one point she's like, you should go to the dragon room. They have or next week because they have a girl party before this one. And I'm like, a party with just girls? Like, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> well, I was oh, oh, you were so girls. innocent. I was super. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> We end up, it was a few weeks later, My um, one of my children's teachers, actually like the after school teacher was like, yeah, I'm going to this party at the Dragon Room. I was like, oh my God, my this lady told me about the Dragon Room. I'm going to go with you. So we go. <laughs> and I'm standing there in the room like, hmm, I don't know like <laughs> how comfortable I am with all of this. Let me take a little walk to the bar <laughs> because it was buck wild in there and it was like boom, 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 right? <laughs> everybody was like dancing and they was happy to be together like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I was like okay cool let me go to the bar let me get my, get, get my mind right because I want like I'm in Rome I want to be with the Romans I can't be over here like thinking real hard and trying to figure stuff out I'm gonna go and I'm gonna dance I'm gonna have a good time all right Jose you good bounce <laughs> so <laughs> Take Jose to the to the dance floor with me. We good. All right, cool. So 
I'm dancing with the sister. We having a good time. She's a little cutie, little film girl. We just dancing. And she was like, you got a girlfriend? I'm like, mm-mm, I got a boyfriend. She was like, oh, really? She was like, here, we'll dance with my friend. And she straight switched out <laughs> and left me on the dance floor with the friend. I was like, okay. Go oh, damn. She's like, and let me. Right. I am not fooling with that. Okay. Exit stage left. Right. <laughs> Made a friend dance for the rest of the night. <laughs> the rest this of the This is a night. girlfriend she Girl, passed you up her to? Friend, yeah, her, her homegirl. And she was like, I'm not about to do this by foolishness with you. Like, here, this is my bad friend. Y'all can dance. Right? <laughs> 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 and yeah. We were we were together for the rest of the night and, and another year after that, actually. So <laughs> 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 my first time going to the girl party, I ended up with my first girlfriend. So this girl <laughs> so just so literally just walking to a room of women who were there for each other, ignited not ignited, but uh woke up that part of you or made things clear for you that oh shit. Yeah. Wait a minute. And so, like, I had a lot of, like, mental unpacking and stuff to do, right? (laughs) So I was just like, okay, this is possible. Because remember, like, I didn't, like, I I met a girl that was gay, but I didn't really put that in the context of myself. Like, when Mm -hmm. I met her, I was defending her. Like, people were, like, kind of gay bashing her a little bit. And I was just like, no, y'all not going to treat her like that. She going to be my friend. You good, sis. Like, you could be over here with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like I, at that point, did what a lot of straight people do. and was like, so tell me, like, what do y'all do? Like, I didn't do any of that, right? Interesting. Yeah, I wasn't. I was just like, that's my homegirl. Y'all not going to mess with her. Like, you good. You safe with me. Um. So when I was there, like I needed to get back into that mode, like this, you like this, like my homegirl back at school, like everybody is just everybody, like all right, cool, I'm a dance with the girls. Um, mm, solidarity, you going there on some solidarity shit? I'm going there because I really just want to have a good time, and even though I had yeah. a great time going to the boy parties, like I was like, yo, like I could be here with my sisters, and it was like. It, <laughs> It's funny to me. It was really like a sorority party, you know, <laughs> where everybody was just happy and they were all together. And you just like, sis, look at your, oh, you got such nice legs. You too, look at your boobs. Like everything was just like, wow. really supportive. So, soror- so a sorority with benefits. <laughs> right. See, I didn't That's know it. I had to get my mind together about the benefits. It took a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we kind of were hanging out, the, the, the girl I was dancing with. We were hanging out for months before I was like, I think I got a girlfriend. And my best friend was like, bitch, I've been waiting on you to figure it out. (laughs) We all knew we've been waiting for you to figure it out. Like, don't nobody spend that much time with no gay girl and they not interested. And I was like, okay, (laughs) like. I'm gonna do this. So you never had a, so wait, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna back you up. So you never had like a conscious thought like, wait, maybe I'm attracted to women or you never said it out, said it out loud. You thought it, but never said it out loud to make it real and tangible. Or you literally never thought like, how, what was your mind? No, I, once I realized that like I was in a full blown, like spending all of my time with this woman, like really like, when I left her house that day, like I'm calling to talk to her on the way home. Like that's, that's a real, that's a relationship. Like that's relationship. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, yo, like, am I, am I attracted to her? Like, do I go with her? Like, could I be in a relationship with a woman? Like I hadn't, I had to like conceptualize the whole thing from scratch almost. Um, because it was a new concept for me. And at some point, I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to go. (laughs) I'm just going to have to step (laughs) in. (laughs) I'm just going to have to, like, admit that, like, I really like this woman. And Mm. if that means that I like women, too, like, then I will deal with that later. Like, at this point, like, I know that I like this woman. And I want to spend time with her. And, like, 
I'm I'm okay with like saying that we're dating or that mm. we're a couple. <laughs> so you know, it's like it's 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 like you know acknowledging that you're attracted to someone who so happens to be the same sex or is queer in some way, right? Um, that's really getting at the root of what I think we're fighting for is that you should be able to embrace whoever you're attracted to and, you know, whatever box they're in is secondary, if not third, you know, um, it shouldn't be really, you know, in in theory, it should not fucking matter how they quote unquote identify or whatever you, it's like the reason, so you can focus on why you're actually attracted to them. And it's interesting that she was in a space that even the concept of, I mean, you understood the concept concept of what it is to be queer or a le- really lesbian. I think queer is a lot more nuanced than, say, lesbian, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, that still in your head, though you know how you know the definition of the word, you took this kind of really kind of pure route of I'm attracted to her in the I would say fearless route of saying acknowledging that you're attracted to this woman and then honoring your attraction to her like mm-hmm. that's a really big very mature thing to do at a young age you know that's not you know i mean i'm sure you had just i, I guess no just being muslim i'm sure you had fear issues or mm-hmm. how people are going to react or you know what have you but the fact that you really kind of went into this kind you kind of eased into the process without it being a big to do in yeah. your head actually just speaks about who you are as a person because you know that sounds like you <laughs> Like, I feel, I'm going to acknowledge I feel, I'm mm-hmm. going to do so that I can feel more of this. Oh, so what is this exactly? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a name for this? <laughs> Got you. I'm that. <laughs> yes. Well, that's beautiful. Um, Thank you. What my, was yours? A little clumsier. Um <laughs> I mean, well, we know we have the we have the Muslim thing in common. So, I mean, I knew that I was attracted to girls because I was a little girl mm-hmm. when I realized it. Um, but the concept of relationship, I mean, obviously for any child, it's not really a concept you can wrap your head around, period. Yeah. You know, not really, you know. Um, I just, I won't say her name because she's living an entire different life, but my childhood friend... You know, we used to spend, play hooky many days and, you know, kind of feel each other's booties and, you know, like, mm-hmm. do like literally innocent kid stuff, um, but nothing like, no, like intercourse or nothing like that. Yeah. Like, we didn't even know what that is. Like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just starting there because, you know, what makes, you know, me a lesbian is not necessarily sex. It's this me navigating, you know, this attraction to to girls and 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 girls' bodies, right? So anyway, so fast forward, right? Um, I didn't come out for a long time because not only did I have you know, uh, is Islam kind of holding me back. I also was signed and I was in hip hop. So and mm-hmm. this is you know this is early to mid '90s. So you know there's all of that weight. Like I can can't come out. Like uh, you know people you know mad MCs, mad especially female MCs, and I'm gonna say nine point nine percent of them back then <laughs> <laughs> were queer in some way, whether they wanted to admit it or not. If they ever have admitted it to this day, all yeah. that being said, <laughs> coming out was not an option, mm-hmm. right? But during this time, I still. Uh, I mean, I was sleeping with men, but, and I, and, and with some, you know, men, I really, really enjoyed it. But with others, I'm like, what I'm doing? What am I doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I felt, they made me realize that I was neglecting a whole side of me that, um, I just, I had no idea. It was, it was foreign territory. And I remember this last dude that I was with, again, I won't, I won't say his name either, but this last dude that I was with, um, after him, I was like, you know what? And that was like, what am I'm wasting my time? What am I doing? I need clarity. Mm-hmm. So I literally, I literally, um, was like basically celibate for a few years in my young twenties, mind you. And this also was the time that I was in the industry. 
Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Which is probably the better thing anyway, <laughs> you know, because I had real clarity while I was in there. So, but while I was in there, I started, um, how I started to creep out, um, actually, I, I should rewind it a little before even the industry, how I started to creep out is, remember Prodigy back in the day before AOL? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, <laughs> right. so Prodigy wow. was what was yes. out before AOL. All right. It was the online thing. You all that yeah. get on you sign in and there was all these boards groups. you were going to yeah. groups right <laughs> mm-hmm. and 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 so this is how you was able even to this day many people were able to come out online like kind of remotely or dis- distant and anonymously right so you so obviously you it was didn't anonymous have pictures back then. and stuff on your profile oh, hell no, or any pictures. of that back then no pictures. it was just it was just words in the box you right and your, and your username <laughs> I wouldn't even know your real name unless you were too naive, you know, you put your real name or you told me at some point, you know, but, um, all that being said, so I'm in the alternative lifestyle board. That's what they called it. They didn't say lesbian. They didn't say gay. They didn't say LGBT. They didn't say queer. Nice. It was the, uh, it was a nine. No, actually 89, 90. Anyway, you know, alternative lifestyle board. So, you know, when my mama wasn't home, I was still living with my mama. <laughs> <laughs> early 20, talking like 20 years old. And um, I go on to the board and I meet this person. Um, and in my head, and this is where the youth comes in, this is when like sexting was really, well, it probably still is big, you know. Um, it was I new. guess now, set, it was new. <laughs> we just so we'd be writing novels the, and um, shit. The beeper age. <laughs> now we can send the actual <laughs> message. Exactly. Ooh, <laughs> you know, so anyway, so on this board, we send, you know, we sexting and all this board and, and I'm confusing sexting, but now all that is like addressing all these feelings I had wound up in me and, you know, and that in my head was like, I love this person, child. When I even saying that makes me laugh, mm. <laughs> you know, but back then I thought I love this person. I mind you, this person was not black. Um, I just... You know, uh, it was pure. This person was on the internet. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anonymously. (laughs) You know, yes, anonymously, anonymously. Um, And really what that time did is it really made me aware that I am definitely attracted to women. I can have sex with men, but I'm not necessarily attracted to them. Like, like it became, it was such a, 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 a wave of 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 new stimulus stimulus and information that it became clear to me that I needed to go down this path like this was right for me you know what I mean um and I wasn't like really I was masculine presenting but didn't know it mm-hmm. type of thing I was you know <laughs> at that age where I didn't know I dressed how I felt to dress but I didn't think like I I needed to purposely like dress feminine i guess you know and plus it was hip-hop so I could and get yeah i was gonna and, say too yeah. like we could get away with wearing all the the b-boy clothes and nobody thought exactly exactly it. straight girls can get away looking like little dykes mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like that was just especially in the ni- early 90s everyone yeah. just was had no shape everybody was baggy TLC, <laughs> like everybody wore <laughs> exactly 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 so that that was my first kind of uh um awakening where I knew I couldn't deny myself, but also very naive, obviously in who I was with. It was like, I'll take anybody type of any, any sort of a affection, you know, um, I'm just making more drama out of it in my head because it's so new, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that, that, oh yeah. So that was my first time trying to navigate my way out of the closet. And I did, <laughs> It actually was it was a black woman that got me out of the closet though, even though she was crazy. Mm, but yes. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got me fully out of the closet anyway. <laughs> cool. So yeah, the this person that the and I don't know, I feel like I should give her a name, like a nice substantial name. Um, mm. I I don't know that that what is it coming to me? Because <laughs> I just want to refer to a person, right? <laughs> Um, Bobby. Bobby. I'm just gonna give it to you. <laughs> so, um, Bobby and I were were hanging out, tough, everything. I decided, yes, she's my girlfriend. 
Um, and so we started really hanging out the summer before I started graduate school. So it's the end of the school year at this point. Um, cause it's graduation time. I'm actually chaperoning the prom. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, so my little high school boyfriend and I, like we were really, really good friends. We didn't go to prom together. Right. <gasps> uh-huh. we didn't. He, he took this girl to his prom. I took another boy to my prom. We didn't do the thing together. It was so weird. We're so, it was high school or college? High school. Right. Okay. High school. So I'm teaching. I'm an adult. I'm chaperoning the prom. He's like, where's the prom? I'm coming. I'm going to be your date. We going to the prom. I was like, all right, come on. We're going to kick it. We're going to have a good time. Right. So we go to the prom. We're hanging, you know, chaperone or whatever. We're hanging out afterwards. And I'm like, well, listen, I got to go. <laughs> and like this was my babe like I you know I love him like heart love him um, yeah. like as a good person good long time friend like he can text me right now and be like I need something blah 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 and be like let me see if I can help right yeah. um, I leave him and I go to my girlfriend's house uh-huh. and I'm like if I'm not interested, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I feel like prom night, I'm supposed to get lucky. I already had a date, but I wanted to be here with my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-huh. so, so this by is, what? This is now by Felicia. Right. <laughs> so this is where we like start officially dating, right? Mm-hmm. Um so that was the the day, like that prom night that I was like, okay, like, I want to give you a kiss. Like, I want to like be physically affectionate. Like, I want to like, like snuggle and kind of like do all this stuff because up until that time we had just been like, just hanging out real tough. Like mm-hmm. we hadn't crossed any like physical lines or anything like that. Um yeah, so like I have like a really sweet like prom night story, <laughs> like as the night that I knew that like I was going to have like my first girlfriend. <laughs> wow. Again, uh, well that didn't happen with you know uh, homegirl from Prodigy because. No. <laughs> It wasn't realistic, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the okay. So I had two crazies in the beginning. One lasted a hot second. The other one lasted too long. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And they unfortunately was were the you know the women that you know that were my launch pads, if you will. And there were good parts of this because well, one they were black women and. You know, two, I learned a lot, you know, sexually, and I learned a lot uh, just even with politics, especially with the main crazy one, because she was brilliant. Um, But, you know, there were words I couldn't even say at that point, like feminism or patriarchy or, you know, or patriarchy or whatever. So, um, so, yeah, so that was, you know, I had a very bumpy ride out the closet. Also, at the same time. I was leaving or escaping rather my record company. So I was leaving the industry and entering this world and deciding not to stay in the industry as I knew it because I knew I had to come out. So there here's this fearless thing, the moment of fearlessness where all is on the line and when you know you're queer when you're willing to give all that shit up, for real. Like it it doesn't seem as important, (laughs) you know, um, even if you're with crazy, you know, at least you're especially. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, here's the thing. I was, maybe something you were saying that made me think. It's like, you know, a lot of young people, when they, especially if they identified as straight in the beginning, as I guess we all kind of, not all, but most of us kind of do um, because it's forced upon us. And then when they start being attracted to the same sex, an uh, easier way to come out is to just say that I'm bi. Now, not uh-huh. to say that they're not bi, but I think that, you know, by folks really come to understand and appreciate their full um, attraction to both sexes. Like that's a very, mm-hmm. you know, layered and full thing. It's not, 
um, you know, I can sleep with men. Like, I, I guess technically I'm bisexual because I, I, I can and I can find men attractive. I just don't find, I'm not attracted to the idea of spending more than a couple of hours with them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> to yeah. be frank, <laughs> to be frank. And I haven't had sex with a man in decades. I'm keeping it real, real. Mm. But technically, I can say that I've attract, I've been attracted to, to men sexually. So I can't say that I'm full out lesbiano. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess, you know what I mean? But young people, usually coming out, it's easy to have both feet and both sides because one, when you're coming out, you know, that gives your parents an inkling of hope that maybe... <laughs> Maybe this is just a phase. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, you know, identifying it by when you're young hmm. and as a mechanism, and not say that that's what, well, okay, no, no, that's what a lot of young people do. As a mechanism of, of a way to come out, they identify as bi because it's an easier transition. It's not a full jump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, but. At the end of the day, but if you talk to bi folk, you know, being bi is even more complicated because they're getting shit from both sides. So, yeah, they have yeah. a lot of preconceived notions and just like uh, yeah. prejudices. That's the word. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and I think even taking bi folks for granted, because I'm sure bi folks, I mean, it's bad enough they get shit from us, but also this thing of people identifying as bi in the very beginning because it's it's easier. And then at some point, they either realize they're not queer, like they were experimenting on some bullshit, or they actually are queer, or or rather not queer, but they're they're lesbian or they're gay. Like they are more solely attracted to someone of the same sex as mm -hmm. opposed to the opposite sex. And understanding, and this is a nuance that happens um, as you get older as well, that's different from like young first love or first identification is the, um, fuck, I just lost my thought. Yeah, um, identification. Yeah. No, what I say before? It was damn. God damn it! Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. All right. So when young people use God, I hope that's what I was going to say. When young people, <laughs> God, I don't know it. how. When I like twenty years from now, like, am I going to be like, like, like I'm gonna have like serious memory issues? Anyway, yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you worry about in your forties. What you going? How much you gonna remember in your sixties? Right. Anyway, <laughs> um. So, all right. So, bisexual, like you know, and, and bisexuals out there, you know, if there's something that you experience or would like to to speak on, please holler at us. But you know, this idea where I think where okay, whereas bisexuals on both ends will get shit from people, like they're indecisive, or whatever. There'll also be something that the people, queer people in particular, will use, you know, to to come out of the closet with. So it kind of feeds that, you know, you don't know what you want, You're pick confused. a side type of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, so as you get older, you start to understand that there's a difference. This is what I wanted to say. Yeah. There's a difference, as I, there's a difference between finding people attractive and being attracted to them. And there's a difference between wanting um, being able or wanting or being attracted to the idea of having sex with them and being attracted to the idea of having a life with them. And I think when someone is bisexual, they are open to having a sex in a life yeah. with someone. You know, whereas me, no way am I having a life with a man. That's just something I can't even imagine that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, real dick, big dick, this subtle differences. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I, you know, like... <laughs> You know, it's totally carnal. It's like, but nothing like, ugh. Like, it's just like, even like, and, and even with that, even some like the smell of men. Like, so I, I'm very clear on my attraction. It's not as simple as a label. And I think as you get older, you start to really realize what exactly you're attracted to. That's what I've been, that was the big old thing. I was trying to remember. <laughs> nice. That was good. I'm glad you came back around to it. Child. Oh, God. Like, like, you know, so I'm still like, okay, not to, not to digress. And I might even take this out, but. Like, you know, with my mom and everything, like, she's a little forgetful, too. And I was like, I can't even be mad. It's like, you know what? We're actually no more forgetful than each other. Right. So I'm just seeing myself in mm -hmm. the future. <laughs> and that's that. Anyway, I won't digress. So that's what that's a yeah. So those are the first times and how the yeah. first time is special, but damn sure just the beginning. <laughs> well, I, I was debating saying it, but I will go ahead and tell the story that, you know, after prom night, you know. We, we go and we, you know, have sex for the first time together. And mm -hmm. the next day, I was totally like, I'm gay. 
how come uh, nobody told me I was gay? Like, this was the problem. The whole time, like the whole time I was married, like I wish I knew that I was gay because this would have been helpful. Like we had so much stress and pressure on that little relationship because I didn't know I'm gay, yo. <laughs> it, I felt like this clarity and this peace of like <laughs> arrival <laughs> and accomplishment that like, you know, so many people are just walking the earth and they don't know the problem is that they're gay. They're like, yo, like, I just can't have orgasms. Not true, sis, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, I don't know. If, if it's the same for all of you. But, 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 but. And you know, and just also the ability to even see yourself. Like I can look in the mirror now and see all the gay that there is to see. And not just because I got short hair or I dress a little masculine, but I see them eyes, then I see them in my nostrils, oh. you know what I mean? And I think when <laughs> when you're young and there's you're still dealing with denial or you're still in the process of coming out, you don't see that others see you as gay as fuck. You don't see you as gay as others see you. Basically, mm. you know, and then when I look at my old my old photos that I took, like, you know, when I was in the game and everything and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> like early 90s to me, it's like, how the fuck did I not look in the mirror? Yeah. And not see that I was a big old dyke. Yeah. How did I, you know, and of course, when I came out, my friends are like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, even my even my homeboys are like, we know, <laughs> we know, we, you know, we just <laughs> We're just waiting for you to know. <laughs> you know, and ironically, and ironically, or weirdly enough, my best friend at the time, and mind you, I haven't spoken to her in literally over 20 years, so she may be gay and I don't even know it. Mm. But my best friend at the time that I hung with really heavy in the early 90s, she also was like a poet slash MC. She looked gay as fuck too, but she swelled up and down. She all about that dick. You yeah. know what I mean? And she was far from celibate during that time. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? But my friends, my guy friends, thought that we was kicking it on a DL. And ah. I was like, yeah. and, and And they were so ignorant and dumb and naive. I love y'all, but y'all was so naive. It's like, I would never be attracted to who my friend was at that time. Because she was, in my book, wasn't feminine. She wasn't the kind of woman that I was attracted to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was, and, and plus she was my friend. So it was like, ew. It was right. like, you know, just sissy, you know, like, like. <laughs> People like, really like her? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So just go back to even to our, our caller or rather our letter a few weeks ago about the, you know, her sister and I and her being mistaken for a couple. Yeah. It's the same feeling. You know what I mean? Like you can, if you hang out with a gay girl, sometimes by default, you can be seen as gay. And that's what a lot of straight girls grapple with. But, um. Mm -hmm. And y'all can keep doing it. Just stay away from me. But the, um, unless you got your shit together. I don't I do not do straight unless you totally on point. I don't. I don't. I have no time. No time. No time. No time. No time. I've told people on the church, like, no, no time. No time. I got no time. Um, I, I but... understand that concept. And I fight the power for everybody who's, who's with it. But all the straight girls, you know, just need a chance. Like, somebody got to take a chance on them. <laughs> just so they can know or not. There are plenty <laughs> Of, 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 for the most, there are plenty of gay women that they ain't taking no chances. They just like, whatever, I'm just going to fuck the straight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it means like, oh, no, no, no. Some of them, some of them invest their hearts, which I think is that don't ever invest your heart in a straight girl unless she solely show. She has to show you before you start to open your heart. She has to show you that she is truly coming into herself. But don't get caught up, you know, in that whole straight girl allure, which don't get your heart caught up. You know, mm. you put it caught up, but don't get your heart <laughs> caught up with that. Because no, seriously, seriously, because that's just a dead end I all the time. Fuck. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm I'm cold that way. But I'm I'm saying I'm not saying that it's not possible for a straight girl to acknowledge or to realize, oh shit, I'm not straight, I'm gay, or I'm at least bi. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? But I'm saying you, as the person who identifies already as queer, if you're deciding to get in some semblance of a relationship with a straight woman, that you not give your heart until she starts to move closer to you. Because, okay. you know, cause especially masculine girls, we'll give the world in a day mm -hmm. to a chick, even another queer chick, before, you know, and then, you know, we're broke and heartbroken at the yeah. end of it because she didn't show any level of 
taking itty bitty steps towards commitment or itty bitty steps towards getting to yeah, know the rest of as a person, mm-hmm. as a person, not just an experiment. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's what I'm saying. You want to mess with that? You want to take that gamble? Go and do that gamble, but gamble smartly. You know what I'm saying? Count the cards, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We digressed. Yeah. Or whatever we did. <laughs> what's the next thing? What's the next first time? I think we spent enough with first coming out. And what's the next first time thing? Falling in love. Oh, thinking thinking I'm in love versus really being in love. Mm. Well, I'll start. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, like how, old how, 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 how old were you when you fell in love? I was 26, 7, something like that when I had my first girlfriend. So, okay. had the first girlfriend. Um, and so I moved out. I was I moved home um, back to Chicago, living with my family. I move out in the process of having this girlfriend. We don't move in together, but uh, I get yeah. a roommate, uh, another gay girl that I knew. Like, that's my homie. All right, cool. We're going to move in together. And she had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend. Everybody was happy. It was fine. Um, then her and her girlfriend broke up. And then me and my girlfriend broke up. And then we were sitting at home like, hey, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already live here. So <laughs> we don't have to waste more money on a U-Haul. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We already in the rhythm of bills being split, nigga. Right, right. <laughs> Why not, nigga? Uh, <laughs> but it's funny because I really was trying to get my best friend to like her. Like, when I still had the other girlfriend, I was like, yo, like, you really need to check with Romy. Like, she is so dope. And, like, I'm hyping her up. And I'm just like, she's this and she's that and she's blah, 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 blah. Like, I know you will love her because she's such and such and such. Like, I'm building up the list. And then we're uh-huh. like, I mean, if you don't take her, I'll take a cut. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty fly, right? <laughs> um, so we hook up, but I still had this trip that the first and I had already booked before we broke up. So we mm-hmm. was like, oh, we going on this trip. <laughs> broke up or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we on this trip, right? <laughs> so, uh, Rumi and I had only like been together a couple of weeks when the trip happens, and so we're still pretty new, like still easy breezy, like nothing is real heavy. But we're like, all right, you going on a trip with, with your ex girlfriend? Like, <laughs> it, we just gonna be whatever we doing on the trip. Like, we'll check back in and see how this goes. Cool. Um get back and she like I told my ex that we hooked up she is mad <laughs> she is furious she think that we was cheating the whole time like she oh. like, blah, 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 blah. Now, I hadn't said nothing to my ex about it the whole time we was on the trip but she was trying to like reconnect and we're on this beautiful island maybe we can I was like skirt like nah sister it's not gonna happen <laughs> Not gonna happen. Like uh, the whole time I'm on the trip, I'm thinking about new boo. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> oh no. So just enjoy the beach, baby. That's it. I know it was terrible. So I get back. I'm ready to like, hey, like I'm back. You know, it's in, in beautiful. Let's start la la land, and it's a whole situation. A whole uh, situation. The entire lesbian community is now involved in this scandal. Uh-uh. Scandal. Do you hear me? On how wrong we did these girls and they love us and we was blah, 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 blah. blah like, oh, I hate, ooh, oh I hate when people live vicariously through your goddamn relationships. Yes. Mind your own fucking business. How, right. we, ain't nobody do nobody wrong. We was broke the fuck up. Yes, nobody, like, we we really weren't. Like, I, I was literally trying to get my homegirl to, like, date her. <laughs> like, before I looked over there, it was like... She is kind of cute and smart and dope and, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and. <laughs> um, so, fine. Now we are a little bit ostracized 
from the community during our cocoon phase. So it don't really matter because we're not going nowhere, no way. Well, anyway. <laughs> and because now we don't really have like real access to, you know, our social circle that everybody is trying, like they picking sides and like all of the, the dust is still in the air. We decide that it's us against the world mm-hmm. and we are in love and we're going to make it happen. Now, had this blow up not occurred, we probably would not have even like developed into relationship <laughs> in hindsight. But wow. because like it was so much like that we had to defend ourselves and each other from the the people, we decided that that meant that we were in love. And mm, interesting. Yeah, and and now like thinking about it, I think the best way to to state it is like we punished each other for having to be together. Like, mm. <laughs> like, That's how you broke up. You punished each like you know, like, yeah, you, you like punish each other for once we got uh. past that the 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 rose colored glass part. We we realized that like under different circumstances, we would not have stayed together. We would not have been in a relationship but like everything surrounding the relationship like pushed us a lot faster and a lot further than we would have gone on our own um and i had to like i had convinced myself like in that time that no this is love like i am feeling all of these like intense things and i'm going through all of this because i am in love with her and i'm willing to risk the world and i told everybody i'd have called everybody and i'm out now i'm officially a lesbian because i love her <laughs> i'm having conversations <laughs> with the children and with my mama and with everybody because <laughs> you took the woman down to meet my daddy made her <laughs> Set her at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. Like, listen, <laughs> this is my girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> like, cause we are in love. And then one day I was like, we're not even really good for each other. Like, <laughs> in a relationship. Like, I think we probably were better, like, as roommates. Mm. And I think had we not, like, moved to that point like we would have been able to maintain a much longer relationship with each other like longer deeper friendship like yeah are you able to feel love outside of the context of everything else you know what i mean like yeah yeah like like, i love her already like as my homie like Uh in so many ways i think she's an amazing individual but I don't love her. Love like, her. When you're not in love. <laughs> right, right. With her. And I didn't know the difference. I mean, you want to build know those stacks, you... like, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you love somebody, then you don't have to love them too. <laughs> Child. Especially this was no, only no, my not... second girl relationship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's so many strains of love, and we just really only know love of family and, and love of a lover and it's like nah it kind of get more nuanced than that and that's what you learn as you get a little bit older so everything all that, that initial like oh that wave like oh my god I love you I love you I love you like nah you don't mm-hmm. yeah. nah you don't you know um, my my story is, is similar in the sense that um, context was everything it really was a context of the act of coming out so the girlfriend that I came out with who was crazy crazy number two um <laughs> she she uh i came out to my mother because i felt the compulsion like i had to because i love this woman yeah. you know this delicious is everything i needed to honor this relationship and do all that and i, I i've said this story before in previous episodes i won't go into it so that's when i thought i was the first in love you know um but it was far from that just like you we were not good for each other at least with you i don't know if you guys still were friends but at least you was able to say you know what we made a mistake by becoming a couple. We should have just maintained friends, maybe friends with benefits or something like that. Yeah. You know, whereas I just went all in because that's, you know, this is love, right? Mm-hmm. But really, I just love the idea of coming out. I love the idea. I love that freedom, you know, um, that taste of freedom of, you know, 
just stepping into my own. I think that's what I really love. And then this person kind of embodied that, or I allowed this person to embody that and mm. in, in there and in, in also giving that person power because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that's something to be mindful, but love, love, you know, um, that's, I didn't really experience love, love until, um, uh, my sir, <laughs> early 30s, I moved back to New York and um, that's when uh, I had met, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can say anything because everybody knows. We at the, at, the, at the time, you know, we were the it couple in New York or one of the it couples or whatever. Yeah. I don't know who designates it couples, but we were doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to this day, I love... Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a person that loves you and then falls out of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I won't go into particulars of uh, our breakup, but unfortunately, you know, she was one person who I felt that if we did break up, we would maintain a friendship. And that is that the exact opposite happened mm. um, because you find out, you know, people reveal themselves in layers like an onion. And but my point being, knowing that you've loved is for me, not for everyone. But knowing once you love someone, you never stop loving them. Yeah. Now you maybe can't live with them, and oh, maybe yeah. you. No, no, no. Say, oh, and, and maybe you know, like in our situation, it's like you know, to this day, will not speak to me. I now I, me as a me as a Hanifa, don't understand why that's the case after ten motherfucking years, or close to ten years mm-hmm. of being broken up. Um, but that's her, and that's her decision. But I'm saying. I will always love her because once I love someone that deeply, I can't get, so in other words, my love has defaulted to, I wish her peace. I wish mm. her peace in her life. I wish her happiness in her life. No stipulations. Yeah, no stipulations. Like mm. I want well for her. I want whoever she winds up selling down with or whatever she's doing, I want her to be with good people. You know, like all these people that help us grow, right? Like that's what I want for you, even though you can't see that in me or you can't, see me as a friend or nothing like that mm. you know um and for me that that constitutes love when you're able to walk away from a relationship yeah you cry you boohoo you go through all the drama but when the dust settles fuck it i hope you're well let me know if i can do something like that 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 for me is a true love you know um yeah. even if you even if you break up with someone <clears throat> who you haven't been with for a long time but you shared something that was loving um, you still should be able, like when you, you like, in, words, in other words, you can share moments of love, you can be in love, and you can love. You know what I mean? And you can mm. be infatuated. You know what I mean? Yeah. But being able to love someone um, forever, and but in different ways, that's love. That's the practice of love is a practice. It's not a gift you give or, you know, something you build and that's it. Yeah, that's my you love do it like. that one time. <laughs> time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Here's my love. It's all wrapped in the bow. Go on, here, my love. No, no, the love is it's a constant flowing. It keeps coming out of you. There's a lot of situations that um, demand for your love to take action. And that, and that action that you take are going to start to look different ways as you go through life with whomever or different mm-hmm. people. So yeah. all that being said, yeah, so the understanding love or to say that I've I've been in love is to know that you can maintain that love even after re- the relationship, that, in my opinion, nice. in my opinion. That's how I knew it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just started talking back. Well, I can't say started talking back. The second girlfriend and I were estranged for a very long time, and we just, mm-hmm. like, patched it up. <laughs> I'll say recently it was like mm-hmm. I wish you peace like <laughs> that same thing I wish you well um, and that was good because you know like you said like I do love her like I do want her to do well and like I celebrate all of the, the things that she's doing in her life and you know yay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yay yeah like for real for real until this day even you know with any ex except for one two you know, um, that if they want to, you know, reconnect, I'm always down to reconnect. 
Yeah. You know, even with our love, like it's like as long as for me, it's about the moment. What moment are we living right now? We understand our history. We can mm -hmm. unpack our history. We can be intelligent about unpacking our history. You know what I mean? Um, but where are we now? And if that can be a place of love, that can be a place of appreciation of each other. I'm always open for that. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so, yeah, those are the. Yeah. So, you know, when you went, you, you know, and look, some people get married and shit when they in their 20s. People get married and shit when they in their teens, uh -huh. you know, but I'm going to even say with that. OK, with that, uh -huh. that bravo for you. Um, That you took that step. Y'all know I've said it many times and I think Red has echoed it that, you know, getting married really young is a huge, is even a, it's a huge responsibility to getting married when you're 30. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you're dealing with your young dumb minds in marriage and most likely a kid or some sort of dependent right you know what I mean so the the I'm really worried about my memory <laughs> I am I am because my thoughts go so they go everywhere in my mind and we're talking while we're thinking yeah, yeah that's exactly. Skill, so. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah. Red. Thank you, Red. Thank you, Red. We are we are thinking while we're talking. We're 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 thinking aloud. Mm -hmm. Basically, you know. Um, but okay. So what I was I was just talking about. But if you do decide to get married in, when you're young, okay, this is my point. So if you decide to get married when you're young, okay, okay. Um, because you're married with a piece of paper and a ring and all the the accolades and you know, birthday, I mean, wedding cakes and all that. Does that constitute love yet? I think if you if you ask any married couple that's been married at least five years or more, I'm going to say no. <laughs> well, because there's a love you have that led you to the altar. <laughs> and then there's a love that you acquire once you have jumped the broom. And that happens over time. And that's like with any relationship. Like, just because you're married don't make a relationship any more special than any other relationship, in my opinion. The process is still the same. You still have to learn to love each other. That's true. You know, you know. So if you're doing it young, then you know, okay for you. Just be mindful that you know, um, love is not to be fucked with. Like it, it demands that you work at it. It is not a joke or a game. Jesus, it's not. It's not. They need to take it out of Disney flicks and stop yeah. making it so trivial. Right. You know. <laughs> You know, all these romance comedies. Don't nothing happen like that. Nothing. Nothing. Not, no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Even if, even if some couple got a great, this is how we met story. Ask them about the stories once they've been together for a good night. Right, minute. right. Let's hear the other stories. <laughs> yeah. How, how was your last weekend? <laughs> Hello. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So how do y'all make time for each other? And the last time y'all made time for each other, what did y'all do? Mm-hmm. How was that? Yeah, so you how know? did you get past that last big blow-up? Mm. <laughs> mm. Was, it, was it just makeup sex? Are y'all mm -hmm. just doing that? Or, yeah. you know, are you seeing you a really, therapist? Yeah, did you really address it and unpack it? <laughs> did you really address it? Or did you get in the habit of, let's fuck every time we argue? Mm-hmm. Or not. And if that... Or not. Just let it fester. <laughs> right. As the love starts to ooze out your ass, you know, okay. <laughs> out your ear, out your ear, it starts to ooze. Out. I'm such an ass person. I am such an ass. Someone, one of my girlfriends said, "God, your your every analysis would add." I was like, "Well, I, I don't, I don't know what to yeah. tell you." <laughs> That's the way to make you know? it vulgar. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a vulgar bitch. I'm from New York, motherfucker. What you yeah. want? It's going, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. So you know, our next so, one on the list. Do we have time, girls? An hour. We may have to just do oh the sex God. and the love. <laughs> yes, we did an hour, honey. You know, we on a TikTok right here. Well, I was gonna say we're living together. But you know what? We kind of did. We did a whole episode of living together. And I think about it. I was looking at that, and it was like that whole oh, yeah. thing of all the the U-Haul um, episode, true, which was true. so then which we're was, good. Well, hold on. Let me. This just for those who are listening. And want to? I forgot what episode that was, but we the U-Haul episode basically breaks down all the reasons. I don't know. We came with like almost ten reasons of when not, <laughs> <laughs> when not to move in with someone. Mm -hmm. And that episode is. 
I'm going on her Instagram because I'll be remembering. Oh, episode 23, the U-Haul episode. So okay. if you haven't listened to that, listen to episode 23. It was, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was nine cautionary reasons when not to call U-Haul. <laughs> um, so I, so we, <laughs> so we kind of went into, you know, uh, living together. Well, no, I mean, we went into, like, don't rush into mm-hmm. living together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why you shouldn't rush. Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe we can do like a part two because I did have a couple others yeah. on there. Um, if you look above Falling in Love. Um, I don't know if we want to make oh, it. Oh, a, yeah, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? We can, maybe we'll, this will be a little thing. It's like, we, this will be like, you know, every now and then we'll have a first time episode. Okay. So the first time. <laughs> Cool. You know, we got to think of sticks and shit. Right. <laughs> Interject right. into the podcast. First time love, <laughs> you know, and enjoy it. If Enjoy your first time sex. Of course, be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get caught up in it so much. You're not being safe and enjoy your first time love, you yeah. know, um, and, be safe. and I hope it lasts <laughs> and be safe and be safe. <laughs> And be safe. But with the latter, with the with the love, it's really to truly love, you can't quote unquote protect yourself. True. You feel me? That's you true. feel me, sis? You got to be open. You must be vulnerable. If you got guards and walls up, then there lays a problem on your side. And it's going to be the problem. <laughs> it will exactly. always cause a problem for your relationship. Exactly, exactly. Your love is over there trying to be a caravan and shit, and you over here like Donald Trump and a bitch uh. with your walls. <laughs> you know what I mean? No more no walls. <laughs> no, no, no walls, no walls, no walls. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So just be safe as much yeah. as you can, but and and be fearless with your love and know that at the end of the day, love comes from you. No one can give you love. You know, it's all about how you interpret someone that starts to define love in you, you know, mm-hmm. and it's all about you as far as as you move on in your relationship and you acknowledge things that you can do better or react to better. That is also love. You feel love differently once you acknowledge that stuff and start to practice that. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, yeah. right? We saying this, yo. We telling you, aunties, aunties. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And if you have any questions that you want to ask of us, any things that you are struggling with in love or life or just navigating the world in your new uh, gayness, <laughs> your good gay body, you can send your aunties a letter at yourgayaunties at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Instagram at yourgayaunties. And if you are I'm really appreciative of something that you've heard on the podcast and you want to support, then you can go to patreon.com slash your gay aunties and support us in a um, monetary fashion <laughs> that will help us keep it all going. <laughs> and uh, once again, we also do, do want to encourage you all to... Um, to review us on iTunes because that helps us with just overall ratings. And speaking of reviews, I just wanted to, before we go, mm-hmm. I just wanted to um, read this review that we recently got um, that had me cracking the, the hell up. And I'll just read this and we'll move on. This is just thanking people who review us. Um, okay. And this uh, review is, is is five stars. It's by introducing good good music, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's entitled "Bean Pie Lies." <laughs> <laughs> so a few episodes ago, we asked you all to, if you can get your hands on a bean pie, to do a taster. A taste test between that and sweet potato pie. Or just give us your feedback on bean pies in general. Mm -hmm. And this person says, love (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But. (laughs) But. (laughs) Y'all are lying about bean pies being greater than sweet potato pies. I grew up in a Muslim household also. And if I never see another bean pie again. It will be too soon. Fake news. <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> Love this show. It's exactly what I have been looking for. Keep, keep it up, but stop the lies about the pies. All right. <laughs> well, introducing good music. That's your opinion. All right. All right. That's your opinion. Maybe you were one. No, it's not. Of... It, no. And introducing good music didn't say that they don't like pies. They are just traumatized. I spent a lot of years traumatized by anything that started with me. Okay. I didn't want to see another <laughs> bean. I don't want no, I still have not been able to get to the point where I'm going to eat a bowl of bean soup. And I know I'm supposed to eat a bowl of bean soup. <laughs> like, I just cannot do it. I'm, I, I have trauma around the bean. I won't do it. But the bean pie is what I have allowed myself to still have a fond memory of it. So if you could just <laughs> shift your trauma to being <laughs> you will then agree with us. <laughs> so maybe and also see I I I didn't I didn't live as a Muslim twenty four seven because my father wasn't in the house. But every time we visited the mosque or any sort of Muslim function or events, mm -hmm. there was bean pie there. So mine wasn't it wasn't you know shoved down my throat twenty four seven. So yeah. it was always a treat mm -hmm. <laughs> when mm -hmm. I did have it. And we have found like the quintessential bean pie master from Chicago at like the top, like, yeah. So he's like the baker at the Supreme, um, or I think a Supreme restaurant, whatever it's called in Chicago, there to come to Atlanta at a time when we will both be there and make a bean pie for us. Are you talking to me or talking to her? I'm you, I'm saying for you, oh. like you know, just reminding you and telling everybody else that we have solidified. So hold on, hold on, hold on. He in Atlanta? Where he at? He making bean pies in Atlanta? No, he's in Chicago, but oh, he so agreed to come to Atlanta <gasps> and do like oh, so you a told bean him. pie tasting. Yes. Oh yo. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's my brother. Like I'm like okay. Like can you come and do like a bean pie tasting for us in Atlanta? And he said he will sometime this summer. Okay, so then we need to get someone who's can make a banging ass sweet potato pie and make an event out of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna put out into the universe, children, and y'all can help us with this. Okay. If you are at maybe a HBCU or just a, a college mm -hmm. <laughs> in Atlanta, all right, and wanna bring your gay aunties for like kind of like a QA or we can actually just tape a show um, at your um, school or at whatever venue. And then uh, we'll just plan that and we'll have the bean pie tasting contest. Yay. I want I that so to happen at that. more than schools in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would well, you said he died to come to Atlanta. No, yeah, well, I'm definitely, that... but I'm saying like, yes, for the bean pie tasting and all of that, we can do that as a big intergenerational family event. But <laughs> I also would love to like go and do live Q&As at colleges. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, yeah. I would love to take shows at colleges, you know, but you know, we play in Humble Pie now. We still growing. But mm -hmm. if you feel that you want me and Red um, at your school, wherever your school is at, and you know how, listen, we all have done college functions. We know you got to talk to this department and that department mm -hmm. and, you know, get funded. And, and we know how colleges work. All of that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's saying like it's going to happen next week. We know that it takes time to organize people to visit your co colleges. But if you um, are open to the idea of that happening, I think we can have a fun time. Um, so just start now talking to whomever you need to talk about. Maybe we could talk next uh, fall or what have you. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But we're open. We're open. Ready for the Okay. So oh. we, we are actually out. So yeah. with that being said, um, I oh did I start it? You did. No, you guys. That's all right. No, 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 no. That's why you go. No, no. <laughs> it up, girl. I did, all I want to say is I'm a summer. <laughs> and I'm Honey for Walida. And we are your gay aunties. Bye, babies. <laughs> <laughs>